Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening or watching. Just go ahead, take a quick second, and then click on that subscribe button. Then if you're able, go ahead and share it with your friends. Got a great show today, including a lot of listener interaction today as I'm looking for the best excuses for calling out of work. And I got a bunch, courtesy of you guys, as well as a website that I found. All right, but first, do yourself and your family, your friends a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauce. This morning, I made myself an omelet. Then I put some garlic bread on top of it. Yeah, I like food. Screw off. Anyway, I slapped on some Burns and McCoy. Amazing. I love Burns and McCoy's hot sauce, but they also have amazing dressings, salsas, mustards, margarita mix, Bloody Mary mix. It's all great. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range, or you can just check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. All right, so uh, before we get into these crazy headlines, as well as the craziest reasons for calling out of work, Halloween's over. On to the next holiday. And it's that time of year where it's just like one after another. And yes, Thanksgiving is coming up, but as soon as Halloween's over, literally like last night, we started seeing the elevation of Christmas advertising just go through the roof. And today, same thing. And it's only going to get worse, especially right around Thanksgiving. It's just going to explode. And it sucks because that's, it's all about gifts. And we'll get into that more as we get closer to Christmas, but it just drives me nuts, especially jewelry advertisers, because they're always like, show her how much you love her by giving her this $10,000 necklace. No, fuck off. I hate that shit. But the good news is right now in my house, we have a shit ton of candy which my daughter did the classic thing last night. She gets home and she's like, my stomach's upset. Well, that's because you ate too much fucking candy. How about that? Big shocker. Ooh. And then we wake up this morning and then my son and my daughter are like, uh, I would love, they weren't even nice about it. They're like, I want to eat candy for breakfast. I'm like, no, you can't eat candy for breakfast. Then you're going to have a horrible shit day. I didn't say shit day, but I was like, you're going to have a horrible day. And then you're going to come home and be like, oh, I got in trouble. Well, it's because you eat fucking candy. Candy is the devil's. The devil's food is candy. Anyway, I, I, as much as I enjoy candy, it is horrible. Horrible. And then if you ever see my kids with me and you say to them, what happens if you eat, eat too much candy? Guess what they're going to say? You get diabetes. Anyway, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> That's how you transition, by the way. You're welcome. All right, a Colorado hiker was uh, had wandered off his trail, and he got lost. I, th- I think it's a he. They, they say they. So they got lost, and then 24 hours later, the person wanders into where they were staying and then come to find out 
the search and rescue team had been out there looking for this person, and <laughs> they had been calling them, calling the phone, and the person kept ignoring the calls because they were like, I don't know who the fuck this is. And they were stubborn enough to keep moving, and, and, and they ended up finding their way back to the proper trailhead. And uh, search and rescue <laughs> was a little irritated. They said this to lost hikers. If you're ever overdue, according to your itinerary, geez, I can't speak, and you start getting repeated phone calls from an unknown number, please answer the phone. Here's the problem. Could you imagine if, the like me, I don't want to answer the phone if it's going to be some solicitor and it's just going to kill my battery. That being said, if you're lost, you probably should call somebody. Call 911. By the way, did you hear that there was that false information out there? Somebody was just like, hey, here's a hiking hack. If, you, uh, change, if you're lost, just change your voicemail and before your phone dies, and then you can, uh, you know, search and rescue can find you or whatever. They're like, no, 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 don't do that. Call 911. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Because by the time you get through all the prompts and everything, your battery's dead. You're better off to just call 911. Anyway. All right. Let's see. Uh, everybody hates Jake Paul. But the dude's making a, a shit ton of money. And he's that YouTuber, influencer, now turned boxer, who's been fighting mostly fellow YouTubers or fighting MMA guys who have never really focused on boxing, which, by the way, there's a big difference on that. But here is what's funny, and I think this is great. So here's what's going to happen. His next fight is against a guy named Thomas Fur Fury, right? I almost called him a furry. <laughs> I am a furry. Shows up in, like, a wolf costume. <laughs> Sorry, that's so stupid. But anyway. Here's what's interesting. So they're going to fight. And if, uh, I keep wanting to call him Furry. If Fury wins against Jake Paul, here's a cool little bonus for uh, Fury. He gets $500,000 from Jake Paul's purse as an additional fighter bonus. That's pretty cool. But if Paul... Jake Paul is the winner of the fight. <laughs> Fury has to agree that within 30 days of the conclusion of the bout, he has to apply with the Royal Courts of Justice in the UK to legally change his last name from Fury to Fumbles. So his new name would be Tommy Fumbles. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Then immediately after the bout, he has to change all his, within like 24 hours, he has to change all his social media accounts to Tommy Fumbles. They fight on December 18th. And I think this is a good thing for boxing. I know it's a little gimmicky and whatever, but it's at least drawing attention. Listen, the old way of promoting it, it, it doesn't work anymore. Whether you like him or not, Jake Paul is great for the sport of boxing. It's true. You can't deny that. If you deny it, you're an idiot. 
I'm sorry. I just called you an idiot. I didn't mean to. I did. But you got to look at it from things are changing. And you just, it's bringing more of entertainment. When's the last time, I know there's some of you out there that are hardcore boxers, a boxing fan and everything, all that, all that. But you have to admit that just there's really no draw to boxing anymore. It's MMA. So this is giving, while you may disagree with Jake Paul and how he's approaching things, it's at least bringing in new spectators into the sport that needs more behind it. Yes, it's gimmicky, but it is funny. And it is going to make me have me. I don't give a shit about boxing anymore, but it is going to make me have some attention drawn to it, whereas I wouldn't have before. You're like, oh, my God, he's going to change his name to Tommy Fumbles. That's fucking awesome. Right? You know that you're going to have the, in, at, on December 18th, you're going to see a headline be like, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. Tommy, Tommy Fury is taking on Jake Paul. Oh, shit, that's right. Duff was saying that if uh, Tommy loses, he's got to change his name to Tommy Fumbles. Motherfucker signed a contract. Hate Jake Paul all you want, but he is great for the sport of boxing. Great for the sport of boxing. Making a dude change his name if he loses. Tommy fucking fumbles. Oh, he should have added fucking as the middle name. Jake, take notes. Listen, I can help you. Uh, you got to have a curse word as a middle name. It just makes sense. Come on. Hi, I'm Tommy fucking fumbles. Nice to meet you. Tommy, if you, if you lose this bout, you have to retire. You cannot go into accounting. I don't know what the fuck you got to do, but it's not going to be boxing anymore. Dang, Jake Paul, brutal. That's so awesome. I, I am very excited to see the outcome of this match because I, listen, I want Jake Paul to win. I do. I want to see Tommy Fury change his name to Tommy Fumbles. Yes, yes. Can't wait for that to happen. And you know what? Mock Jake Paul all you want, but he's not a bad boxer. He's not. So let's I want to see Tommy I want to see Tommy Fury become Tommy Fumbles. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now watch Jake Paul gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> if I'm Tommy Fumbles, or I'm excuse me, if I'm Tommy Fury, I am working my ass off nonstop. Nonstop. They're like, motherfucker, I ain't changing my name. Uh, this is not really something we're going to focus on too much, but did you? I just stumbled upon this. In 2007, in Germany, they started putting sausage vending machines out. That's a thing in Germany, and they're very popular now, especially because of the pandemic. Sorry. Just a random thing I've stumbled upon, and I thought that was awesome. I just, I, God, I am craving some sausage. Hey, you know what? There's a great vending machine down on 14th. Well, I'll go there. <laughs> let's go. Just thought that was interesting. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Moving along, there is a lady that is suing her boyfriend of eight years because... He hasn't proposed to her. Now the two have a child together. Gertrude, who's 26, 
Herbert, who's 28. Like I said, they have a kid together. But she is suing him for wasting her time. While some of them, part of me goes, yeah, man, come on. But I imagine, I imagine, I just got the breaking news that Von Miller's being traded. So we'll get into that on a side episode. Um, Real-time shit, man. Dang. Uh, 20, uh, so I, I understand that he, she's having her time wasted. But, man, I don't know if marriage is really that important. <gasps> oh, you son of a bitch, Scott. I'm sorry. I just, I love my wife. I'm glad I'm married to her. But if you subtract the idea of marriage and we're just together and we're living together, you just subtract the name, I don't see what the big deal is. There's a lot of people out there that are together, but they're not married and they're super happy. So I don't get it. I don't, I don't think that that's official validation of a relationship anymore. I think you can be happy without being married. It's part of the, you know, old school way of thinking that you have to have this seal of approval to be married. While it's nice, I listen, I don't say I don't I don't think it's bad one way or the other, but I don't feel that you should sue somebody because they didn't pop the question. Everything I've read on there is like everything is fine about their relationship other than the fact that this hasn't occurred. So maybe he should sue her for false advertising because she's a psycho. I just don't, I don't think that that's right. I don't feel that that is necessary for you to be happy. To say, hey, you have to get married. I, I get it. I, some people, that's the way it is. It's also some people that feel that they have to have children in order to feel that uh, life is a complete. I get, some people just feel that way. Honestly, I didn't know I, I wanted children until I really had children. Then I'm like, oh my God, this is great. I'll always remember that moment. That we, we adopted my two kids. We had to go out of state to get him. And I remember my wife was just like, Hey, can you go back to the hotel and pack up so we can go to the Ronald McDonald house? Cause we had to stay at the Ronald McDonald house because we couldn't afford, we ended up being there for like three weeks. We could not afford to stay at the La Quinta Inn for three weeks. It's fucking expensive. But thank God for the Ronald McDonald house because my son had a hole in his, his lung and they were kind enough to allow us to stay there and it was great. But I remember I go back to the hotel. He had just been born. And I am packing up all the stuff, put everything down. The suitcases are all packed, ready to go out the door. And I take a second and I sit down, take a deep breath, and I closed my eyes, and I just started crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was like this moment of transition, of going from one life to another, of going from the single 
life with no responsibility. I shouldn't say single life. I was married to my wife, but you know, we could at that point we could do before that we could do whatever the fuck we wanted. We want to go to Australia and visit my brother. Sure. Let's do it. Want to go to Hawaii? Let's do it. Now it's a much bigger decision to do anything. It's not about just us. It's about all of us now. And it was just this moment. And I remember I just, I cried like I never had cried before. But then I remember, it's funny because I cry for like, I want to say like 15 seconds. And I take a deep breath and I'm like, all right, got to shift it into a different gear now. A gear that I didn't know that existed. And it, it was just interesting. But that being said, I, going back to the original story, I don't think you have to have a piece of paper that says you are together for you guys to be happy together. So I think she's wrong for suing her boyfriend. I think that's ridiculous. Anyway, we got the worst reasons to call out of work coming up next. But since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to terrapincarestation.com or come visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether if it's in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you'll always feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you at Terrapin, not just because you love weed, but because at Terrapin, weed loves you back. Terrapin, flower to the people. You're welcome. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. <laughs> Want to book a party during football season? I'm not. There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. And our food and underground social games room were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. Worst reasons to call in sick. And it was funny because I kind of just stumbled on this and, and then I put out on social media, give me your best excuses that you've heard or used for calling out sick. So I'm going to read you the original story, and then I'll read some of the ones from you guys, which are great as well. All right, the scaffolder. Oh, my God, I can't even say the fucking word. He works on scaffolding. He's a scaffolder. I don't even know if that's how you say it, but that's how I'm going to go with it. Anyway, the guy says, I can't come in. I can't find any fucking socks. This is this is verbatim his text to his boss. She ain't washed fucking all, so ain't got nothing. He wrote nothing and can't wear, spelled the wrong wear, none because boots got big holes in FFs. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, he called in sick because he doesn't have clean socks. What the fuck? The boss writes back, Got no socks? What the fuck? <laughs> okay, see you tomorrow. But if that was someone else, I would have not had them back in. So it got me thinking, what's the worst fucking excuse you've ever heard or used for calling in sick? 
I remember one guy that I used to work with, he couldn't come in, and part of me sympathizes for him, but it's like he shouldn't have given all the details because the details is what makes it worse. His dog was really sick, and he needed to take care of it. But the problem is he said that the dog had, I think it was dental floss, was coming out of its nose, and the poor dog couldn't stop sneezing. So when you tell me that story, I'm like, dude, I don't tell me that. That's so I'm like, uh, so and so can't come in today because his dog won't stop sneezing. <laughs> like, that's not a good enough reason. So of course we made fun of him for that. But I, that being said, it, it wasn't my dog. I, I would probably freak out if my dog wouldn't stop sneezing. But that's what happens when you work with people like me and the other people I used to work with, is we like to make fun of you. We like to make fun of ourselves. Anyway, Travis wrote in, had a guy show up six hours late. He came in and said, sorry, man, I know I'm late. I got laid last night, though. <laughs> well, how do you show up six hours late to anything? I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. I'd be pissed. Thomas, I was sick, but posted all over Facebook that I was at a Halloween party. Coworker snitched on me. Okay, Thomas, that's a big thing. If you're going to call in sick, you got to go silent on social media. If you see, if you're at a party or a gathering and somebody's taking pictures, you need to correct them and say, listen, don't post those pictures. I called out sick or whatever. That's on you. Thomas, I'm sorry. That's on you. You screwed up, Thomas. Rookie mistake, but you learned from it, okay? <laughs> Eddie, my thumb hurts, and I can't make it into school today and got to unload boxes at my cousin's in Greeley. That was the dumbest, dumbest excuse I've ever heard for a call-out. <laughs> my thumb hurts. Nobody's sympathetic when you hurt. Like, my wife does not give a shit that my shoulder hurts. You know what I did yesterday? I had to move, like, a 200-pound table up well, let's see, one, two and a half flights of stairs. Yeah. I had help, but Jesus, it did not feel good. Let's see, April, two hours late. Sorry, couldn't get off, get the frost off my windshield. It was April, she said. Wait, did I accidentally put that her name was April? And then, oh, whatever, I don't know. Either way, there was frost on the fucking windshield in April. So shitty. I hate when you catch people doing dumb shit like that. Two hours late anyway. Come on. It could be December, and that's not a good enough excuse. Matt wrote in, my contact fell out of my left eye. I'm seeing all blurry. Unfortunately, I just ran out of left contacts and waiting for a refill, and my glasses broke playing dodgeball last weekend. Sorry, won't make it in. Hmm. Your glasses broke. Here's the thing with that. If you have glasses, uh, just fucking tape them together. As somebody that used to wear glasses all the time, there's really no excuse. I showed up to work plenty of times with fucking duct tape or electrical tape on my glasses. Get you through a day. It's ridiculous. Uh, this comes in from Coach Grasmick. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it. I was literally locked in my garage once. The spring broke on the garage door. Door to inside was locked. 
left my keys inside the house. Boss didn't believe me. Worst part was it was late summer in Arizona. Okay, here's my one problem with that, coach. Don't you have the emergency red lever to pull that detaches that so you can just open your garage manually? Hmm? Did you not look, coach? Coach, look at me when I talk to you. <laughs> Come on. Go give me 20 push-ups. I feel like that you made a mistake there, coach. And I'm I'm sorry. I, unless your garage didn't have it, but I believe that's standard on all garage doors. You have that emergency lever that detaches the garage door to the track so then you can escape if need be. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. This comes in from Small Baller. Wife's young co-worker couldn't come to work because they didn't have any food to pack for lunch at work. <laughs> We're all out of Capri Suns and orange slices, so I can't come in. Uh-uh. Like, fuck you, you little shit. Uh, Jake wrote in, not calling out, but had an employee quit by sending an email with the subject line, sorry for your loss. And the body of the email was it's me. I quit. <laughs> that That is a great way to quit. <laughs> I mean, I'd be a little pissed if I saw it, if I was the boss. But from standing back here, bravo, bravo. Gary, I used to, I was having a sight problem. I couldn't see being at work that day. That has to be a lie, Gary. You, nobody would use that because I would say, fuck you, Gary. You're gone. You're not going to work for me anymore. Bullshit. God. <laughs> I'd be like, so, hey, want to hear another joke, Gary? You're fired. Rob, I had a guy call in and say that he needed a pap smear. Is it schmear or smear? Schmear? Smear. And couldn't make it in until later. Uh, excuse me, sir. Do you know what a pap smear is? No. Well, let me educate you real quick. Anyway, <laughs> that, that's horrible. <laughs> Need to get a mammogram. I bet guys can get mammograms, though. Some, I'm, I'm on my way to getting a mammogram myself. Anyway, Dina, I think I had some bad twice-cooked pork. Maybe they didn't cook it twice. <laughs> that's so stupid but funny. I could totally see somebody doing that. Be like, I, they said it was a twice-baked pork, but I think—I swear to God, they only cooked it once. That's bullshit. Adrian, a guy called in because he was locked in his bathroom that locked from the outside. Why the fuck would you have that for a bathroom? That's disgusting. You could lock people in the bathroom? That guy needs to be investigated, Adrian. Put him on a bulletin board in the police department because that sounds fucked up. Who would lock the bathroom from the outside? A goddamn serial killer. Listen, my wife watches those shows all the time. She watches that like you show. Loves it. Fucking psychotic. It's about like a guy that kills people. That's the like, type of shit he would do. I secretly switched the lock. To lock from the outside. 
Only a keen eye would notice such a drastic change. Now my prey is captured. That's because if you watch that show, that's kind of what he does. He's always doing these monologues, inner monologue shit. Anyway, that guy's a killer. Watch out for him. Anthony, uh, a call-in once was, can't come in, I just don't want to work anymore. They proceeded to no call, no show, and never showed again. I got to respect that a little bit, Anthony. At least just go, you know what, I I quit. It, don't string us along. Just, just be like, nah, you know what, I quit. Kelly wrote in, I'm locked in my boyfriend's trailer. <laughs> Call the fucking police. What the fuck? <laughs> that sounds like a problem. All right, so Reader's Digest did an article on this. And here's some that I'll go through. Excuse me. Can't stop yawning. I can't stop yawning. Hopefully you're not yawning. An employee called in sick because he ate cat food instead of tuna and was deathly ill. Will, will cat food make you sick? I don't feel like it actually would. I think that guy's just being a pussy. An employee couldn't come in because his llama wouldn't stop barfing. Boy, have we all been there, am I right? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> have you seen my llama? An employee put petroleum jelly in their eyes. That's fucking stupid. Did they put it there or did somebody else do it? But also, it reminds me of this girl when I was in middle school or high school. She had, she almost went blind because she tried to clean her contact lenses, I want to say with hydrogen peroxide, then she put them in there. And she like fucking destroyed her eyes. Horrible. Uh, an employee got stuck in the blood pressure machine at the grocery store and <laughs> couldn't get out. My brother and I used to play with those all the time and just piss off the pharmacist. We're like, like, ah, put your arm in there quick. We'll put two in there. See what happens. Apparently we're going to die. Do they even have those anymore? I don't know. I don't ever go to the pharmacy. It, this one's wild. An employee broke his arm reaching to grab a falling sandwich. You broke your fucking arm? Here's the thing. He actually broke his arm. Okay, I get it. But reaching for a, a sandwich, that would be embarrassing. Better be a good fucking sandwich. Do you eat the sandwich after that? As you're crying from the pain. Oof. Let's see. Uh, the, the employee said that they couldn't come into work because his fortune teller had asked him not to step out of the house or he would suffer a brain hemorrhage. Oh, fucking fake psychics. That's annoying. An employee couldn't come to work because she accidentally got on a plane. <laughs> I, I don't know how I made it to Guam, but here I am. I can't come to work today. Sorry. I don't know how I got on the plane. I'm here, though. <laughs> oh, an employee had to attend a funeral of his wife's cousin's pet because he was an uncle, and Paul Bear. Oh, my God. Don't have a funeral for an animal. That's another conversation. That's ridiculous. Boy, there's an employee that was bowling the game of his life and couldn't make it to work. I respect that one. Dude, if, if you're about to bowl 300, a perfect game in bowling, fuck that. Yeah, you're not showing up to work. And I would think if this was like a first-time thing for you that 
your boss would be like, okay, get it on video, please. Because that's insane. An employee said she couldn't come in because she was bitten by a duck. Heard that before. Boy, there is a lot. This is the last one I'll read from uh, uh, the Reader's Digest. An employee woke up in a good mood and didn't want to ruin it. That's perfect. That's perfect. I love that. As a boss, me personally, I remember the one that would always get me is like if somebody said they had diarrhea. I'd be like, okay, don't come in. I don't want you running to the bathroom and smelling like shit. Especially I worked at Jamba Juice for a while and they only had like this one stall so if you're in the bathroom constantly then then customers can't go in there that's gross plus you're just going to envision them wiping their ass constantly and shitting i also remember a girl that was started crying in the back office and she's like i i am in so much pain i have menstrual cramps and i'm like my eyes get big and i'm like i know i have i don't know what to do about this i'm like 19 20 years old as a manager and then uh, she's like, oh, I think I need to go home. I was like, yeah, go fucking home because I, I don't know anything about this. And then as she's walking through the lobby to leave, you could see her face go from, oh, I'm in pain to, I just fooled everyone. Ha, 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 ha. And then she left in a good mood. And then she ran into like her friend's car. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking bitch. You ruined that for everybody. Anybody that really had menstrual cramps, you know, you just ruined that for them. Horrible. You are an evil, evil person. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. It's the Huff Uncensored. Make sure you click on that subscribe button, whether you're watching or listening, and then make sure you share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Burns & McCoy. Go to burnsandmccoy.com. They got a lot of amazing products on there, and go ahead and check them out. Again, burnsandmccoy.com. Blake Street Tavern, that's the place to be. Oh, I love Blake Street Tavern. 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Go check them out. Enjoy some great food and enjoy an amazing atmosphere. And Terrapin Care Station. Go to terrapincarestation.com. That's T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N carestation.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's DeHuff Uncensored. We'll talk to you next time.